0: hello and thank you for listening to episode 189 of 60 minutes with i'm dave and this is the august episode of decade of decadence so of course once again i am joined by my fellow co-host 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 who is it's it's because i'm depressed because he is not sat next to me he's again back in norwich and not sat here although he will be sat here very soon it's tom hello that was a long intro. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> it's because that I, messed up, <laughs> I messed up my work. It would have been quicker just to re-record it, mate. You know what I mean. It'd just been like, okay, let's, oh, let's, let's go from the top. Let's, nah, let's nah.
1: just do it. Let's yeah. do it. You did yeah. well. You put it back. You, you said my name, which is the main thing.
0: That's it. Yeah. Next episode, That's it's just going to be Tom. That's it. Right. <laughs> oh god no no one wants that no one wants that <laughs> uh, i want to start off i want to apologize to you mate to begin this episode an apology uh, to you and to the listeners as well because of course you were sat here with me when we recorded uh, the last show and um i inadvertently put you onto the rickety chair <laughs> oh yeah and, yeah and so there was like i know from i've on it before recording a show. And you do have to be like a bloody statue which is incredibly uncomfortable so yeah, when
1: we were doing stuff like doing care packages when i was like moving around a <laughs> lot like normally worst. i guess normally i'd just be sat there but obviously i was spinning around and um putting yeah. stuff down and picking stuff up and all sorts so
0: yeah that was my my big mistake there mate putting you on the worst chair that i could have put you on <laughs> so yeah apologies to you for that mate and apologies for people listening uh because of the noises but uh, yeah i'm on your lap next time aren't i that's it now and you'll be tied around my waist with a huge belt so there's no escape
1: <laughs> there'll be different noises <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, different sort of squeaking yes but... uh,
0: sc- <laughs> screams of panic from yourself <laughs> uh, yeah let's carry on with while you were here because we then went on yeah. to after we finished recording we went to the tiv to see danny vaughan on his uh one man yes, acoustic yes. Which, show what was this
1: six weeks ago now uh, yeah it must have been that's sort of like it's seven weeks till i come and visit again so we're pretty much at the halfway point of... we are well if the next
0: few weeks go as quickly as oh it's gone God. since you've left you'll you, well you'll be here before we finish recording if it goes that quick uh time <laughs> that goes fast but yeah the tiv danny vaughan yeah, we got there, didn't we? We got there early. We got there for the sound check at five o'clock. Um, yeah, that was good. That was yeah, a bit bizarre, wasn't it? When we got to the Tiv and like Danny's just stood outside with his guitar. They're oh late. yeah, of course,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> and then we go in and watch him sound check, which was really good. Um, and then we went into and considering I've been going to the Tiv since the nineteen eighties to gigs, I have never actually been into like town centre Buckley. Yeah,
1: um, we, we we ventured in. Yeah,
0: we we hit the subway didn't we
1: yeah there was a was it a co-op with a subway in the back
0: yeah actually yeah maybe we should make that clear there isn't like an underground subway in a little village <laughs> it is yeah the sandwich subway yeah it was a co-op i think wasn't it was at it the back yeah. yeah
1: yeah a very quiet co-op and yeah. even quieter subway
0: it was with the only two people in there i think or, or yep close to it yeah yeah uh and then saw the gig Review on the website, of course. Uh, cracking gig, yeah, excellent, excellent. Yeah, it was really good. Uh, got to meet Danny. Uh, well, in fact, he came and had a chat with us after the sound check, didn't he? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah he came over. It was really, really nice of him. Yeah,
0: had was, a, had some, had good a had some good pictures. Some good pictures, didn't we? Yeah, nice chat with him. Yeah, he's a really nice guy. And then, then we came back here, and you astounded me, absolutely astounded me, with uh, the skill set that you have in uh television game shows and the way that you can work out yeah what's going to happen because you did it on two separate occasions anybody that's aware of the tv program naked attraction (laughs) and and if you're not google it but don't google it at work uh because you'll come up with some not safe for work images trust me you you nailed every one of who was going to win mate
1: from i watched all of them obviously i hadn't watched all of them i think that one like was it one or two we watched i can't remember but like the ones we watched
0: mm-hmm. there were new were ones,
1: ones that i hadn't seen and uh, i must have watched all of them now and yeah i have sort of like you know you just know when you <laughs> but yeah but new series has started oh i think we're two in i haven't watched any yet i'm gonna um uh my housemates gonna watch some at some point in the next few days hopefully but yeah, see if I can uh, see if it rolls into another season.
0: Yeah, see if you can keep doing that. For anybody that doesn't know, it is a game show where, uh, like, one person picks. is it five people they pick from who are
1: covered? I think it starts with five. Like they're covered with a like, like a screen. Mm. Then odds, and they're covered in a screen. And uh, and um, yeah, like it starts, it comes up to the groin. And um, male and female, and um, then it's um, then like you have to get rid of one based on what their dick looks like or their <laughs> legs look like or their feet. You know? Like they they always say it's like, oh yeah, you've got like scar on my knee or something like that some bullshit. Yeah. And then it goes up to their chest and then then uh, get rid of another one. Then it shows face, get rid of another one. Then they talk and then it comes down to the final two and they've got to pick. And then the person picking comes out naked as well.
0: Yeah.
1: And then they have a day clothed. And it's just, like, pointless. Because they, I think they film it in London, but, like, one comes from London. So-and-so, you, you know, one of them a date comes from Glasgow. And it's just like, well, it doesn't matter if they get on, like, a house on fire. Geographically, it's like, yeah. unless they're prepared to make a huge change for this person they've met once, it's not going to happen. So it's got a bit of it's less satisfying than dinner date for the... Uh,
0: Mm.
1: nothing ever happened between them
0: and dinner date being the other one that we watched and yeah pick pick the winners every time again
1: well if only my own love i still
0: you know what i still cannot get over the amount of times that i've seen like naked attraction and that the way that I mean it's so gratuitous. The camera just like it zooms in and well. then you'll have you know, there'll be this like cock shot and then the host of the show saying to like you know, whoever's gonna pick Oh yes, look at the girth on this. Well, it's like, what the fuck? How can anybody stand there? And you know, as, as your as your penis is being closely examined and and sort of dissected live on television, it's yeah, it's it's a weird the show. Of not but not
1: to a touch, isn't it? Just are so... <laughs> yeah. not that far off. I'm just prodding on it.
0: Yeah, I think I think this new series. It wouldn't surprise me if they have a stick that they can poke bits with and the move. The
1: yeah, they need to keep it fresh.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um but yeah it was good it was good to have you over mate it went so quick because we got that much to do the time
1: flew by it did it mm. flew past it wasn't it was soon sunday morning and back to back to crew hmm. next time you're here, though it's
0: going to be longer isn't it because uh but it's a good job it's going to be a little bit longer actually because we've got to fit in for the love of horror that we're going to
1: yes yeah yeah i'm coming up a night uh day, well pretty much a day early i'll be getting there later but on thursday yeah thursday evening mm. three, booked three tickets for booked uh, the Norwich to london and the london to Norwich bit already booked for the, the more expensive crew to london bits and london to crew bits oh so, mm. yeah all ready to go but yeah for the love of horror is the uh, the main event of the uh of that particular weekend mm. uh, i've got two
0: tv things that i want to mention uh and, and they're both 80s related as well season three of glow is, yes is online and i think we've watched the first four episodes i think definitely yeah. three possibly four oh yeah i think four uh, and i think you put online didn't you mate how it it does help that the episodes are longer oh yeah
1: the last two years it's just like this is great obviously you know not just because it's a wrestling thing and like a women's wrestling thing and obviously all that with me but um like when you've got that bigger cast and you're only doing 20 25 minute episodes it's like this like it just felt like oh so-and-so's character like kate nash's character um oh like they'd always like sometimes felt like they'd forgotten to give her anything to do in the season and then they're like they throw something and then it's done within an episode and then forgotten about but like there was still that there was like some of the characters had a storyline within the episode, but it was just having that extra, you know, three or four minute scene to pad it out.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. So like, yeah, having like episodes being like a good 10 minutes longer each really helped. I thought it would. It's not, you know, rocket science, it's just like size of that cast. You need longer episodes. Yeah. So Have you, uh, have you watched it all yet? I
0: have, I okay. have. And, yeah, good, again, the
1: season Yeah, yeah, really liked it, really solid. liked it. So. Oh, that's good, then. I can't see why they wouldn't do a four, a season four. It's okay. very popular on Netflix, so... Uh. Yeah.
0: Oh, it's sticking with wrestling as well. Uh, huh? Me and Tina were watching Kathy Burke's new television show. Oh, yeah? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I seem to recognise somebody that was on there, being an absolute gentleman and holding the wrestling ropes uh, open for Kathy
1: Burke. Yeah, well, yeah, that was... We filmed that last november uh for eve at eve even um but we had to be quiet about it
0: mm-hmm.
1: so uh, and i didn't realize i'd quite been about it i hadn't even told i not anyone as it <laughs> turned out um you know normally like let slip by accident someone but yeah that was last november and uh, yeah she was really nice um kathy burke obviously like met her and then as you saw uh, we uh, there was someone else holding the ropes open but they were they were cut off i think that was tanya um but yeah, held the Rope's open for us, so you see me on the, on the thing. Uh, but no, it's a, it a good segment in a very well-received TV show as well. It's Yeah, it's a really good TV show. It is really good.
0: Um, and Tina was saying that, like, all, especially, like, schoolgirls, should watch it instead of yeah. the stuff that is being forced upon them on the internet and on,
1: you know, terrestrial Definitely. TV. Yeah, yeah.
0: It, it's a good programme for them to watch. Yeah, it really is.
1: So, but yeah, that was a, that was a nice little... I was just like, oh, you know, it was because Eve is on a lot of TV, you know, like the, uh, you know, BBC Breakfast one show, something. in – I never saw the, the Antoine de Corn was there last December. I never saw that because that was aired in France, so we never really saw the end product of that. But I'm always like, curious, like, oh, I wonder if you'll see me. And uh, I was just like, I do remember holding the ropes open, so it'd be weird if they cut a the bit where she gets in the ring out. So, but uh, there I was. <laughs> it was good good to see you mate very good to see you yeah yeah well i've got i've got a uh, 80s related tv thing Ooh, as go well on, go on then um i just watched the first episode um of dark crystal oh okay and, uh, obviously the film i was a bit was that was that on decade of decadence or 80s picture it's 80s picture house wasn't it? it must have been yeah You talked about crystal yeah. and i was a bit like eh, on it but this, this is like, this immediately feels like this is probably what the dark, like, the dark crystal should have been. I was, I remember, like, since we talked about it, I think, I remember reading a thing with Jim Henson where he was just like, you know, what you, you know, it was just, con- like, restrained by it being 1982 technology, just not being there. Mm-hmm. And this, it just looks, just how it looks, like, the blending of, like, really good CG and the puppetry, and it just looks amazing so that sounds good how
0: many many episodes is it you know is it i think
1: it's it's nine or ten and they're like 50 minutes to an hour each so oh plenty to go on i was assuming like you know it's a family show i was assuming it was gonna be like 20 30 minutes because it's like pg rated um but no no so really giving it a full thing um there are some, if you've got if you've got children um there are some there's really like for a PG I was just like this is a bit scary near the end of the first episode so you know it is you know it's called dark crystal for a reason it's yeah. quite dark so uh, yeah don't put like a six-year-old in front of it because they will probably shit themselves <laughs> so <laughs> um, and on the subject um, I'm going to London next Friday um, and my friend rear and I are going to see kind of a BFI just watch a documentary, like a feature documentary about the making of the show, which, considering how amazing it looks, will be really good. Uh, there's a Q&A of some of the puppeteers, at least one of the puppeteers and other people. And um, there's an exhibit there uh, of all the, all the puppets and sets, like an interactive exhibit they've um, set up. Um, it's open to the public. You can just, you like, look for tickets for it. If you Google, you know, BFI, Dark Crystal, that should be enough. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, the... Um, screening yeah it was um empire subscribers thing and uh, it comes with a two-hour um entry to the uh, exhibit as well so that'd be really good That just sound
0: very very good that it does yeah god bloody london having everything why they, why don't they bring stuff up to Chirk in north wales <laughs> instead of london well
1: you've got monopoly events rocking it in uh, huh? not too far away from you you yeah, know fa- yeah fair point. Closer, closer to um you than i am to london so uh
0: hmm? yeah that's true
1: yeah, yeah. We like you know, considering with people they're bringing out for like, well, obviously, for, like some of the events, it's crazy. So, mm-hmm. yeah. But it's like, well, I'd rather you know, like when they pull out Van Dam and like Tong Po and all of that for for the Glasgow one. Yeah, you know, it's just like or Edinburgh, wherever, wherever it was. It's just like, oh, well, yeah, maybe stay up there because I've just bankrupt myself.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, good God, it's like the Van Damme. Uh, is charging one hundred twenty-five pounds for an autograph and one hundred and fifty pounds for a picture. So, it, <sighs> add that up if you want both. <laughs> it's uh, yeah, it's pretty it's expensive. It's that that is a lot. It really. And they're
1: is. doing a full sort of even. They're doing a similar thing to your Stallone thing, aren't they? Like an evening with, aren't they? I think. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it, But they've pretty much got to be. He's only signing for an hour. Well, but, yeah, uh, yeah. So, yeah, I think they're doing like a, a swanky evening with thing as well. Hmm. But um, but yeah. Um, talking of stuff in London, obviously the last episode of the show we sort of took a pause halfway through so I could get tickets um for uh to go to Fright Fest.
0: Yeah, yeah, you bought them live on yeah. there.
1: Yeah, yeah. and um, well, I didn't really need to rush to be honest, because like it took ages for them to sell out, and then as I thought with Fright Fest, didn't actually. that was quite a few empty seats because. Hmm they assign a big chunk of tickets to the pass holders and obviously not all the pass holders are going to go to the same thing yeah. so but yeah we um uh, went down to uh, London last Friday and met Dario Argento which is a interesting way to spend a friday night
0: <laughs> yeah it's not uh, it's not every weekend you can say that
1: book ended by two very stressful train journeys though when i rocked up to the train with 22% left on my phone only to discover it was one of those Oh, i don't know if you know them um uh, but there's these trains like they're not the proper trains but they're sort of like a bit like overground tube ones sort of like um ones. Sort of yeah. like, oh they're shit no plug sockets no food I don't even though there's toilets no aircon, no, no <laughs> like reserved seating they're horrible and i was just like oh well, great here i am with 20 percent now left on my battery and nothing to charge it so um i messaged uh, chris howard who I was meeting up with, and uh, Rob Beardsley, Blast oh, nice. past. Yeah. Meeting up with saying, meet you outside the cine world. And Then just had to be, like, very stressed and hot, because it was hot last Friday. It was a uh, Last of Us heat wave was happening last weekend. And, um, yeah, uh got there. Um, luckily, uh, the good people at the Prince Charles Cinema um, charged my phone for me, because I was down to 7%. <laughs> And uh, yeah, we um, the interview was uh, could have done with an interpreter because his um, English isn't still wasn't great, you know. It's you get I'm, I'm like you, you get by sort yeah. of levels. Um, and uh, I don't want to go into a full thing about this, but the people who like run slash host Fright Fest, there's a lot of assumption like they act as if it's a lot of it's about them okay um like i really like fight fest and i'm considering doing the full thursday through monday next year
0: yeah
1: but it's just like they're all like you know like if, if you want to host it fine you know it's up to them but like there's an assumption that everyone knows who they are and like this guy who was hosting it who's one of them like there's four and two of them tend to introduce the films mm. and q and a's if they can And he sort of come out and he goes, oh, time's a bit of a thing, you know, but you'll know who I am. And I first met Dario on Tenebra, and I was just like, I thought you said time. Like, who are you? One, who are you? Two, (laughs) like, I thought you said time was a thing. We don't need to, like, hear you going on about that. And It's just like this. And then they're on the posters for it because it was the 20th anniversary, and there's, like, the, um, was it, who's that guy who does all the artwork for our, Graham Humphreys? Humphreys yeah like there's a post and like it's them coming out of a haunted house I'm just like you put yourself on the poster it's like oh, oh dear. like you know fair enough but if I was doing one of these sort of things I'd hire some hosts yeah and I'm like you know they get with films they book it and all that so you know fair play to them but like it's just a bit embarrassing yeah watching them fawn over people, <laughs> especially if they're twins sisters oh okay okay yeah, you've got that to look forward to at Grimfest.
0: Yeah, they're going to be at Grimfest in October
1: too. Yeah. yeah, literally, because of a video, I'm not going to go on about this, but, but because of a preview video we saw at Frightfest last year, I have no interest in watching Rabid. I don't <laughs> care how good people say it is. Never going to watch it. The fact that they had to put the wrestler CM Punk's name on a poster is like, like WWE superstars. CM i like, oh, God, no. No, no, no. But we saw a film. Anyway, so, yeah, I digress. So we come out of that. And then we queued up for um, the book signing, which was quite well managed in their defence. Got through quite quickly. Um, There's a lot of people, but, you know, like they'd said, they'd said it's just, like they said to Vicky, it's just the book. Just the book. Um, No post photos, which you assume now, don't you? Yeah, yeah, you do. But um, there was three of us. So when I went up, no, when Rob, Rob was first, I, you know, I fired off like a burst of photos. When I went up, Chris and Rob Rebus, did the same. When Chris went up, we were at the other end doing that. So, you know, that's fine, isn't it? Just a photo of you talking to him. That's Yeah, you know. yeah, sure. So, yeah, he was really nice, really like all smiles and stuff. Like, I think it was, he did say to it was this guy who was running it, uh, like, you know, I think he was like, you know, how many left. And he was just, I think he was a bit dishonest and said oh no there's not many left now it was just like we were relatively near the front of a queue and there was a lot left so (laughs) but yeah i've got his autobiography i've read the first couple of chapters um oh yeah yeah good stuff so and then we decided like well we were going to do this anyway we're going to watch a film like whatever you know we'll come out for queue come out for book signing and whatever film starts first that's what we're going to go and see
0: yeah
1: we saw a film called bliss by a director called joe bagos uh, my friend Ria said she, like, loved his other films. It was her favourite film of the old festival, apparently. Um, and, yeah, it's basically this, uh, it's all, like, shot in a 16 mil, uh Artists like, having, like, she's supposed to be doing this painting for this exhibit. Um, she's having creative, like, problems. She can't think of what to do with it. Her agent sacks her, goes on this drug, vampires. It's, like, 90% strobe lighting, it was an onslaught <laughs> of a big screens at the cinema world in Leicester square. It was just like, it was a lot. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I can't say like I liked it or I loved it, but like I really like, you know, the effort, and the, you know, performance from a lead actress who was just pretty much in every scene. And if she wasn't covered in blood, she was naked or being thrown about <laughs> like, you know, one of those just fearless balls out performances. So yeah, I would say I would, I would say check it out yeah it was more it's not of... gonna be everyone's cup of tea we had about five or six walkouts oh and i don't word. think it's because of like because it's pretty depraved but i don't think it was because of that i think i can see why people wouldn't like it it's just a lot happening and just like rah you know so <laughs> but because um so that finished at ten fifty, and i was like well tra- last train home's 11 30 and i'm only at leicester square and i just need to get to liverpool street so we can stay for a bit of this Q and A because the director was there. As is the norm at Fright Fest, you know, there's someone from a film's going to yeah, be there. Yeah. So they did a Q and A, um, and because I was just interested in, you know, like some context and stuff. And then it was like we, we just left for Q and A too late. Um, I was still at Leicester Square at eleven sixteen waiting for a tube. Oh. <laughs> and like so, I had, like it was one stop to Tottenham Court Road and onto Central. To Liverpool Street, I had to leave Chris at Tunnel Court Road, even though he was going on the same line as me, because he was going further up onto Gants Hill where he was parked. And that was—I don't run—and I had to run to the Central Tube, which the doors were just closing as I leapt onto it. So, oh my word! So that was timed perfectly. Got into Liverpool Street at like the tube pulled in at 11:27, and then the doors wouldn't open. The doors wouldn't open. The doors wouldn't open. <laughs> finally, they opened. It was eleven twenty eight. Went bombing up the stairs. Almost knocked someone over. Got through the gate at the tube. Ran onto the concourse. It was eleven twenty nine and twenty two seconds. Um, <laughs> the, the the it wasn't even on the board anymore. I didn't know what platform. I, like it's normally somewhere between platform eight and thirteen. And there was I saw a train at platform nine. And there was two women at the gate. And I was just like, which is the train to Norwich? And oh, it was the right one. And then they just let me through. And I just caught it at. And it was, a, it was a minute late leaving, so if it hadn't been, I would have missed
0: it. So, oh, my God.
1: So that'll learn me. I'm exhausted listening to it. Never mind. That'll that. learn me next week. The, uh, the Dark Crystal thing. I you know how uh, I think the very latest I need to leave South Bank area is like 5 to 11.
0: Yeah.
1: So, um, well, no, it's not the very latest. That's like, that, this is when I'm leaving. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah.
1: So that's a similar distance. I think it's like one stop, then a few stops, so... But oh, ooh, yeah, could have done without that. I had no stuff in Chelmsford when I finally recovered. Took ages. I was like just sprawled in my seat, like
0: <laughs> <laughs> just dripping with sweat and
1: shaking. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, pretty much. <laughs> uh, oh, that was that was stressful. But no, other than that, it was a really good day. Oh, that's good. I'm glad you had a good time.
0: Uh, well, I'm I'm out of stuff, mate. Unless you've got anything else. Like, uh...
1: um, yeah, I've got a couple more. Oh, go on, then. go for it. Go on. Um, did do you see Arrow uh, doing RoboCop? at I last well, we knew they were doing Robocop but um, obviously didn't know when they were going to do it but yeah they announced that today Um, like I'm going to buy it obviously it's Robocop it's you know it's not like it's I'm pretty sure it's the same print as I've got a Blu-ray already mm. and there's, obviously there's more extras I was kind of yeah. hoping obviously this is a riots thing and all of that but this Robodoc documentary that's been like about you know there's been a GoFundMe or Kickstarter for like two years at least
0: yeah
1: still hasn't seen the light of day if i was if i'd given any money to that i'd be like the fuck is it at this point yeah it's just sort of like the i don't know if it's the same people i think they're doing a police academy documentary that's just been like floating about there's an it documentary that's just been floating about i think there's another one it's just like you're gonna release these or what it's like yeah but, uh, but i was just but it's not on there you know there's like a book thing and a poster and you know they've thrown everything they can at it I think like the flesh and bone documentary that's on the existing release isn't on there, you know like it's a really good release, don't get me wrong, but a little underwhelmed, but um, yeah it sounds it. like
0: yeah it sounds like one of those that if if it's a movie that you really love that this not you know if you're hoping for the one definitive version with everything on um oh there we go. oh my gosh. there it is in fact, I do believe that's an ice cream fan. And, oh yeah, a little bit of a difference for everybody out there instead of the usual fish and chip fan that drives past. It's a nice green van. Uh and it's been quite cold and pissing down today. Um anyway, as I was saying, yeah, instead of having that one definitive version, you're gonna have to have two, three, sometimes four versions if yeah. you know, if you're really anal about that stuff and you want all the extras that have been released or you know, and every commentary and each cut of the film and everything. Um but yeah, it looks good. There's a Steelbook edition as well, isn't there, that they're releasing? Yeah,
1: like if you like Steelbooks it's something. You know, like it's a really good release, but mm. it does like, I was, you know, there is that wonder, like, you know, the RoboDoc, like, as, you know, whatever is happening with its release, it has pretty much spoken to everyone. And, yeah. like, so they're not really going to have a lot of that sort of thing. But, you know, there is more new extras on it and stuff.
0: Yeah, I mean, and it, they definitely. do have
1: a really good selling point is. They've got the TV cut.
0: Ah, okay.
1: So obviously, you know the the, the censorship, the hilarious censorship to that. You yeah. know, you can watch the whole thing, which <laughs> is really good. So yeah, like I will buy it, but I'm just a bit like, oh man, just, can you just—I don't know if they were ever talking to the robot. people. like think maybe they were, and it was just like, yeah, these guys aren't. I don't know what's going on with that. As I said, if I was uh, if I backed that on Kickstarter or GoFundMe or and I'd be just like, just give them my fucking money back now. Yeah. 'Cause yeah. this is just like it's like development hell. But you know, same with the Police Academy one, same with the uh, Viet one, you know, like I know like Life After Flash for example was like a year late, but this is just like you just there's nothing going on. At least Life After Flash kept giving you updates. Yeah,
0: which is what you want, isn't it?
1: But yeah. So but yeah, I will um get that. Um, and talk I think this is my last part. I'm talking Blu rays. So I've uh, I've upgraded my Blu ray player
0: oh you have multi-region you bugger haven't you
1: multi-region yeah well i knew i was gonna it was like i was always gonna my next blu-ray player was always gonna be multi-region because like screen factory just seemed to release films based on my taste (laughs) um but i was just like well give me uh my blu-ray player it's you know it's lasted it was second hand when i bought it and it's like six and a half years yeah so it's done well but it just started doing like it's like when you're watching a film and it starts like you know, like when you've got a scratch on the disc and it starts skipping. It was doing that, but there was nothing wrong with the disc. Then you know, like you have to stop and go back to it where where it was and then like so many times it just wouldn't load a disc and like eject for train it again and again and again before it finally took. So um yeah, I was just like, right, it's time. So yeah, I was like Um same so another another Samsung, but yeah, multi region. My first purchase was the uh, Shout Factory breaking and breaking two electric Boogaloo double bell? <laughs> <laughs> start of a quality, start of a quality. So, um, and I also got one I've been wanting for fucking years because I had this awful, I think it's a region one box set of the Sunny Cheaper Street Fighter movies. Oh, yeah, definitely. And it had, I think it had the first Sister Street Fighter and a few other Sunny Cheaper ones. And oh, it was awful quality, it's like VHS. And the box actually suggested you use the zoom function. <laughs> to um, get a bigger picture because it's just like a tiny little screen I think I started watching the original The Street Fighter and just had to give up so here come the uh, Shout Factory with these like 2K scans
0: yeah
1: like oh looked amazing really good interview of Sonny Chiba on it as well. so I was like oh yes so <laughs> and today I ordered uh, what did I order I ordered um, this, the TV movie John Carpenter did before, like around the same time as Halloween was it like someone was watching me okay yeah, shout for Screen Factory did that. Never seen it. It's like, here's a John Carpenter film I've never seen, so I got that. Um, Sleepwalkers. Uh, Screen Factory's... I love Sleepwalkers. The Stephen King, early 90s vampire slash cat movie. And um, their release of Creepshow, which looks amazing. So. Oh, good. Oh, yeah, they're, they're not cheap. F- no. They're not cheap. No. But, um, yeah, I've treated myself.
0: Well, we're still... Because you mentioned Breaking 1 and 2, we're still... Living in hope that Shabadoo is going to make number three and that his kind offer, when we interviewed him, that, that we could be in it. Still Yeah, stands. he did say so. He yep. did, because yeah, they were going to film number three in Ireland and he did offer us to be in it. Um So, yeah, the, the movie-going world has lost the sight of me and you in Lycra, Tom.
1: Well, let's not fool anything out. <laughs> and could... There's a will, there's a way. Oh, my God.
0: Imagine that now. Yeah. Yeah yeah that looked like some strange weird potato sack in lycra Uh (laughs) ah all good stuff mate all good stuff quite a bit has happened yeah yeah Mm -hmm. pretty busy yeah definitely um yeah shall we move on to uh well it was your pick for the first time watch wasn't it um yeah, where, where you trawled the uh, the depths of Amazon Prime. Oh,
1: well, I was under a lot of pressure. So
0: <laughs> now then, did you perform well under pressure? We shall find out after this little break. Your papers are finalized. The end. Sector three is requested.
1: One man. Something happened to me out there. Something inside. Something I can't answer
0: singled out from the rest i know you're a cop and you deal with killing every day but i don't
1: six friends on a hunting trip when are we gonna kill
0: something it's not about killing something it's the hunt a tragic accident oh this is no good guys we gotta get the hell out of here now a hunter seeks vengeance i am the father i have nothing
1: left in the world And relieves his pain and anguish the only way he knows how. Baiting a trap for one, for all. And the innocent become the prey of a madman. He's dead, isn't he? We can't stay here. We gotta contact someone. Who are we gonna call? We're 40 miles from the nearest town. One of us is dead and one of us is missing. We can't just leave him there. Come on. What are you doing? Joe's got to have cover. Oh.
0: Where law and order are thrown to the wind. The justice system, it just doesn't work anymore. I find you guilty. No! Uh, this is Homer. Do you read me over? What is your
1: location? Enemies out there. We want to survive. We've got to stay together.
0: A highly charged thriller starring Brad Johnson. Fresh tracks. Ryan James. I can make the earth stop in his tracks. Tim Thomerson.
1: And Woody Brown. In the wilderness. He's gonna kill us. Boundaries are drawn in blood
0: and only the strong survive.
1: Right. The film I picked was 1995's Dominion, which is, um, as we were just talking about off air. we were just like, why this film was called Dominion, and it's like, you looked it up in the dictionary, and it's like, control over a people or area. Yeah. Which yeah. is based, like, sort of makes sense. Yeah. But the fact they didn't use the word hunt in this. is uh, a <laughs> With a shame. The IMDb synopsis is a hunting expedition goes awry when another hunter decides to make the hunters the hunted.
0: <laughs> it's not about hunting, is it, Tom?
1: Yeah, and I think that's exactly the same as our, um, Amazon's, isn't it? Because we've been talking about the, the the level of the word hunt, hunter, hunted, yeah. or hunting in the yeah. synopsis. and yeah, All in one sentence as well. It's great. Yeah, this is a very hunty film. It's the huntiest film I've ever seen. So it stars Brad Johnson, who you may remember as the hunky one from Always, the Spielberg uh, one. And Brian James is the hunter, doing The Hunter. Oh, well, they're yes. all hunters.
0: Yeah.
1: But he's the one hunting The Hunters. And Tim Thomason's in it. And like, So basically I chose it because it was Brian James and Tim Thomason and yeah. that was a link to the 80s. Yeah, good link to the 80s. Uh, other, like a few other, Glenn shower is in it. Uh, a lot of just, you know, him out of that sort of level actors and it's directed by michael g Cahoe, who also directed uh it's probably going to be nothing of note
0: <laughs> nothing that springs to mind let's put it that way if nothing you know. yeah like i've not heard of any of that no
1: um but he's still directing so you know good on him mm, fair enough um it is yeah a 5.1 on imdb which is pretty generous
0: <laughs> um
1: and of course, neither of us had seen this film before. So yeah. it's basically these guys, friends, go on a hunting trip. You know, They get dropped off by helicopter, so they're quite it's quite secluded. And Brian James is this hunter whose son was killed in a hunting accident and he now wreaks revenge on any hunting trip that happens in the area.
0: Mm.
1: And that's your film. <laughs> that is pretty much all that happens he Brian James just like what the fuck is he on about like he just goes on like he doesn't say much at first but like, like he's kept one of them um, captive uh in the in a sort of like Vietnam style you know you're sort of you're not underneath anything you're sort of in a box sort of thing with a lid on it wasn't it yeah like a um, wooden uh construct thing and he's and then he just starts talking more he, I guess he starts getting more out, out of it when he asks him why are you why are you doing this. And he just goes on and on and on and like I don't I don't think any of it made any sense. He just started going on and on and on. The thing about this film is it's fucking boring. (laughs) (laughs) No you'd think it being
0: a film about hunting, with lots of hunters in it, that it'd be quite action packed. But unfortunately it is not action packed.
1: Like most of these films, you know, like even if we fucking hate them, there's something memorable happens in it. Yeah. Nothing. There's nothing slightly memorable that happens in this film. Like and I've only watched it was it yesterday or the day before? Like there's nothing <laughs> memorable happens in this film. It's just like they show up. because um, there's some other hunting things in different teams around in different areas of the forest. They start to get picked off, they're my mate, like our main our group who, if I'm start to get picked off and like, it's not, they just get stabbed really. He just stabs them and then he starts talking more and yeah. Then there's another group of hunters who are like, Oh, um, the hunters that are being hunted, they're the ones that are doing the hunting of the hunters. So we're <laughs> going to hunt them. So basically they get the wrong hunter. And yeah, so that's like a air quotes plot twist. Yeah. And, yeah, it's... Man. What have you got? Uh, wait, 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 not that's, a lot. That was the plot of the film. That's, that's your full 90 minutes. Yeah, it's that is
0: awesome. it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Brian James, like you said, he's the guy whose son got killed by hunters, so that's the thing. So he's killing hunters, which he does do. He's you know He goes around this huge area of land that's split into different sectors because the hunters they do it through a firm don't they they pay to go and hunt for like a week or something and the land that's owned is split into different sectors so each sector has got a group of hunters in it that you're flown out to on a helicopter and then you know your group of hunters oh my god we're setting the record for the word hunt and all its derivatives um you hunt in that section and then the the, uh the helicopter comes back picks you up and and then you bugger off home again so Brian James, he's pissed off. He's like mentally disturbed that his son's been killed, killing these hunters. I still cannot work out why. You mentioned the guy that he captured, and he put he he dragged him to like you know his lair, Brian James's lair. Uh, why why didn't he kill him like he did everybody else? Was that ever explained? Did I miss oh, something?
1: other than like him deciding maybe he was going to bore him to death. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm just going to talk at him for ninety minutes, like.
0: There was no ex explanation, was there? That was the
1: cruelest. That was the
0: cruelest killing of them all. I think. But that was a long and drawn out killing. Yeah, that was that was torture, absolute torture. I'd rather just be stabbed like he did with everybody else. I think.
1: Uh,
0: yeah. One thing that really got to me. So there's all of these. I think it's like seven, seven sectors. If I remember rightly. So the mm-hmm. the main group that they follow are flown out on a helicopter. And you go, here you go. here's you know, here's your sector. Hunt away. And then they walk and walk and walk. And oh, it starts off like there's so much walking and talking and and no hunting, funnily enough, for, for quite a while. Well, then they camp for the night. And then they walk and walk and walk and walk. And then they're just about to camp again. And then they haven't got to where they're going to hunt. And you see them during this like huge walking montage. They go through... Huge areas of flat land, and I thought, well, why didn't the helicopter just drop them off nearer to where they (laughs) wanted to
1: hunt? That's a very good point. They've spent over and they were quite like where the pickup point was at the end of the film, they were quite close to it as well. Yeah, it wasn't. Why why did you why was that just not the drop off point as well? Just have one drop off, one pickup point. That's so weird how they just like walked for over 24 hours and did, and they didn't even hunt anything
0: on the way. They were going, right. no, we haven't got to the hunting spot yet. Well, you know, you're missing all these deer going past and stuff like that, <laughs> yeah. no? just you know, rabbits and bears and every all wildlife just waving to them, knowing that they're safe because no, they haven't got to the hunting spot yet. And yeah, it was kind of weird. It was, oh, it was so drawn out. It was really drawn out. And I did keep hoping that things would kick off. There's, well, there's a gunfight, you know, there's the, that's not particularly exciting. There's no. people stabbed, but it's not particularly exciting or gory or anything. It's uh, it's rated a fifteen. I would say it could be like a PG thirteen, really. Yeah, probably. Yeah,
1: that's uh, probably the language. To be honest. Yeah. If they just, you know, was if they only had the one f f word in there, they'd it'd probably be a you could get away for twelve or a PG yeah okay.
0: thirteen. There is one, one stupid bit in it when they realise that that the hunting party is now being hunted by you know a a single guy. So it's Tim Thomas and, and another guy. They hide in like this little cave that's set into the into the into the bank of like this hillside. They hide in there and it's night time. <laughs> they've got this nightlight right next to them in the mouth of where they're hiding and you're thinking well what's the point of hiding in the pitch black at night and you've got a a nightlight right next to you it, you know it's like brian james is going to see you from a mile away and just shoot you you daft buggers yeah kind of kind of weird disappointing mate because yeah nothing happens nothing happens and then brian james goes just off on a mad one talking shit (laughs) and you go what the hell's happening what is going on uh oh and it finishes it it sets it up that there could be a sequel because you think that they've killed brian james he falls down i don't know 20 30 feet uh and then there's the classic um Shot of where you know the person that's pushed him down looks the other way from it, and then looks back down, and Brian James has disappeared. And it's like, oh. Oh, and, <laughs> and
1: then we get the most unnecessary, like, end. Like we didn't need to go, you know, like X months later and see how he's doing at home. No, and qu- quitting the police force, and then thinking he saw Brian James, and it's actually his wife. Like, no need for that.
0: No. No, that that was just the Halloween ending. Fine. Yeah, 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 that last section was complete padding, as though it, you know, didn't so like have
1: it enough... needed it. Like it was a ninety-four minute film. We didn't need another five-minute scene at the end with that. So we did not. No, no, the people deserve more. They'll be gagging for more scenes. Yeah, this this has got to keep them going
0: till the the sequel that everybody's going to demand.
1: No, what about it?
0: <laughs> oh dear we've uh once again mate we've saved people you know over an hour and a half of their lives we are uh, we thank us yeah well, you know what a service we're given you know you do do what you want with that 94 minutes but don't watch dominion
1: <laughs> basically pretty much pretty much yeah like well this is like we'll get onto the other film in a moment but this was struck me as role reversal like you chose a film that is absolutely one that I would have chosen because of what it is and it's a reputation and then you and I chose one which was lottery complete random pick on prime yeah well you were literally I feel like it was a little bit your pick, this pick was a little bit your fault anyway because you were like you're you're putting pressure on me you, you're literally breathing down my neck your hot eggy breath right <laughs> down my neck and uh i found the pressure so yeah. i and tina was looking forward to it as well she was like i can't remember if she was on like a message or something she goes oh no yeah, you know could be good and so, yeah. Yeah, so sorry tina yeah. i know i know she tunes out for half of a pick sweet
0: <laughs> <laughs> well i think all people need to do is look at the poster that's on imdb and you get a good idea of what i'm
1: sure brian james and um tim Thomson did a good film together at some point
0: yeah i'm sure they did and it's well, you know, not this one it is definitely not this one there are far better films that have those two guys in them so yeah well, I, I don't i don't even think
1: we need to go if uh... <laughs> my gonna... worry is like and i think i've mentioned this before with prime stuff because they're so forgettable and like there's so much of it like Three or four years time, I'll put it back on, and I'll be like, <laughs> "Shit!" So, hopefully, I'll watch it again.
0: <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't. I would definitely not choose to rewatch. No,
1: it. no, yeah, yeah. Good choice of words. Yeah,
0: definitely not. Yeah, maybe an accidental rewatch, but yeah, and then it would soon go off again once it clicked. So that oh god, it's this one, isn't it? Where nothing happens. <laughs> Shall we move on to my rewatch pick then? Where stuff definitely does happen in this one
1: lots of stuff happens yeah
0: okay let's take another break and we'll be back with my rewatch pick instinctively man has always been drawn to the sea it's beauty it's mystery it's secrets But there is also a vague uncertainty. A sense of intrusion into an alien world where man is unwelcome and completely at the mercy of the most terrifying predator on Earth. Man's deepest fear has risen again. Jaws. The Revenge. This time it's personal. My rewatch pick is a film that I haven't seen for a very, very long time. And honestly, Tom, cannot, well, could not, I should say. I can now because I've watched it a few days ago. But before rewatching it, could not remember a single thing about it. Which, when we get into the film and some of the shit that happens, Is unbelievable, really, because I watched it, and one of the things near the start was like, how the hell could I forget that? So, uh, yeah, it's from 1987. It's Jaws The Revenge, uh, a.k.a. Jaws 4. Uh, Roundly considered not only the worst of the Jaws films, but one of the worst films of all time. Reflected a little bit in its IMDb rating at the moment, and this is from over 37,000 ratings, it's currently sitting at a two point nine. Uh, we have had lower, granted.
1: Yeah, um, on um, on Letterboxd, which is what I log all my films on, it's actually the lowest rated film I've watched this year—a one point five. Oh, you're. I think that's kind on of a five star thing. It's an average of a one point five star. So. Yeah. Oh, I wonder.
0: I wonder if you'll watch a lower rated one before the year's out. That'll be interesting to track.
1: Probably,
0: uh, mm. uh, a, a a one. Sentence, synopsis on IMDb. Chief Brody's widow believes that her family is deliberately being targeted by another shark in search of revenge. (laughs) Revenge, more ridiculous, mate. This film is so bonkers that not longer after one thing has happened I'm going, what the fuck? Then another thing is happening. It is, so you've got You've got the return of Lorraine Gary as Ellen Brody, Chief Brody's wife, um, from the original film. Uh, yes. it, and now it does, It does the start of it, it really does hammer home. Hammer head. <laughs> oh, nice one, mate. Nice one. Uh, can we get any more shark puns in, I wonder? Uh, <laughs> it really does hammer home for people that... The, the, I think they're pandering to the lowest common denominator of people watching films. That Okay, this is Chief Brody's wife, and they do that in a number of ways uh, through uh, going to the police station. And there's this massive picture of him on the wall in there. Yes. uh, Which is also... So again, if you remember from the first two films, uh, she had two sons, didn't she? Which is uh, Michael and Sean. And... Again, it hammers home. This is Michael. This is Sean. This flashbacks and everything. so You know which kid is which from the original one. And it's Sean, unfortunately, uh, gets gets attacked by a shark. He doesn't like the water. He's he's taken a job at Amity, hasn't he? Working in the same office as his dad did. Again, you know that because there's this big, massive picture of Chief Brody in yeah, the,
1: the office. The office, the police station is basically a shrine, <laughs> it is. I was surprised there was just... like
0: candles everywhere and everything. To him. <laughs> uh, so he's and he's sort of got the same traits as his dad, you know, he doesn't like the water and everything after what happened in you know previous films. But of course, he has to go out because this something's stuck, isn't it? There? And there's only him that can go out on this boat and fix it. And yeah, a shark attacks him, and this is the first of quite a few events to happen when i went how the hell did i forget that and when the shark comes out of the water and the first thing it does is it like it chews on the side of the boat as though it was like a piece of chewing gum and it just stays there like chewing and chewing on the side of this boat and and this happens more than once throughout the film and then it bites his arm off tom how the hell did i forget (laughs) <laughs> that this happened because it's so ridiculous. He's there. He's like screaming and his blood, and he's losing his arm, and he's like crying for help. Um, but it's Christmas time and carols are being sung. Oh, those uh,
1: carols are playing, oh, yeah.
0: drowning out his cries for help. Oh my God, what can we do? And then he, that's it. He's in the water, and the shark is just chewing him to pieces as he's screaming. And uh, so, then you know that Ellen Brody is just left with one son. Michael, who is now married. And again, this is how they Hammer Home passage of time because it begins as well. Ellen Brody's on the phone. Uh, Sean still lives, obviously, before he gets beaten, eaten by a shark. (laughs) (laughs) I think he was beaten by a shark as well. Uh, Yeah, she's on the phone to Michael. And then, oh yeah, put whatever her name is. So Michael's got a daughter. We find out that the daughter's five years old. So again, it's like hammering home. Passage of time has has gone on, but Michael of all things works as like this marine biologist. Yes, which kind of pisses like his mum yeah. off a bit because she's Oh
1: right, she is very anti-water.
0: She to she to a point yeah. where
1: it's just like, what does she drink?
0: <laughs> yeah, does she ever take a shower? I don't know.
1: <laughs> it's a shark comes out of a shower. That
0: would be so funny. Jaws five. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, it's coming after the shower. No, the but whole yeah on of... like a right buzzkill about everything water related. Oh god, yeah, everything. Anything water related. uh no it sets it up. No I mean, water spots from her. That, oh yeah. My God, Trump Trump would never visit her would he. Um <laughs> <laughs> Um yeah the whole pre- the whole premise of this though and it, this is the, the really silly bit that got me and again how did i forget this that ellen brodie and this new shark that wants revenge hence the title <laughs> that's <want, laughs> the title wants revenge on the brodie family so okay yes. there you go sean how do you mate i'm going to get your brother and your mum and anybody you know any anybody Else related to it, I'm after all the Brodies because of you know what you did
1: to my mate years ago. Yeah, who um, is this shark by the way? I,
0: I don't know, is it the cousin of the first? So one? They act,
1: at some point, they act as if it's the shark from Jaws who has been blown up and like not to jump too forward. Literally, that scene is shown again at the conclusion of this film while the yeah. conclusion is happening. Yeah, we'll get to that, but like it's not that shark. I don't know what shark this is, but they understand. The concept of revenge.
0: Yeah. So I don't know, maybe it was its best mate. I don't know.
1: <laughs> well, I've read the book. Oh, oh. I had, I had the book at one point, the novelization of jaws of Revenge, because of course I did. Um, and um, it actually explains how the shark uh, understands the concept of revenge.
0: Really? And how, how does it? You've got to tell me now, you can't leave me hanging. It's a voodoo curse. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> voodoo curse <laughs> yeah <laughs> because oh, I mean that would explain a bit with because it got me with this psychic connection between Ellen oh, yeah, Brody and the shark so Ellen Brody knows when the shark's getting closer and it knows that it's the shark that wants to kill her family and it's what? when did all this happen? that she right. suddenly got I've got,
1: got I, um... I've got a bit. I've got. I've called up a wiki about it. Um, Jaws fandoms wiki. Uh, the novelization suggests that the shark may be acting under the influence of a vengeful voodoo witch doctor who had a feud with a Brody family, and the shark's apparent revenge has magical implications. Therefore, the witch doctor is for revenge, and the shark is his tool. This also explains the strange psychic connection Ellen and the shark have with each other. The plot was deleted as it strayed too far away from the plot to kill a shark. However, at one point in the theatrical version. Michael Brody says, come on, sharks don't commit murder. Tell me you don't believe in that voodoo. Ah, okay. And also there was a subplot where Hokey is a government agent. (laughs) Oh, my God. I love this film. Fuck it. I love this film.
0: So that is, the name you just mentioned, of course, is Michael Caine's character, who is, uh, among other things, a pilot on the Bahamas because Michael and his wife uh, and their kid takes Ellen Brody after Sean has been killed to the Bahamas and it's yeah, like no, well uh, no sharks and yeah. no water <clears throat> the Bahamas surrounded by water don't
1: they just go to one of the states in America that's landlocked
0: why don't you go right into the middle of America the furthest away that you can get from the sea why don't you do that mate instead of taking your poor mom, who's traumatised by water has just had Straight one of her kids <laughs> yeah, one of her kids like you know bits of him are still floating around you know the shores of Amity and you take her somewhere where there's a shitload of water oh my god uh, yeah, but it's things like that that just keep coming at you. Uh, Michael Kane as the most inept pilot you're ever going to meet. Oh, here you go, little girl. Sit on my knee. At which could be read a few different ways, I guess. Uh, yeah. yeah take 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 controls. Oh, what happens? How you, what happens if you push this forward? Uh, they cut the line where he said that's not the joystick. Uh, and <laughs> push push it down. The plane is careering towards, like, you know, the <laughs> land. And they're all laughing. They're all laughing in the plane. Ha, ha, ha. It's just happy
1: it's not going to go in the sea. So. Yeah.
0: If you watch his piloting skills, mate, he's the, the amount of times he just misses crashing into the water, once once he does crash into the water deliberately, because he has to. And, uh, yeah, he's, he's a ship pilot. The green screen while they're flying is absolutely hilarious. Uh, at some point, they're supposed to be flying straight, and it looks like there's aerobatics going on in the background. It, they're all over the place. Um, Michael gets pissed off because he thinks that Michael Caine's character is going to be shagging his mum. He doesn't like that. Uh, it's oh, I don't know, it's it's bonkers. Michael Caine dancing. There's a good one for you. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so that was a, a moment in time
0: oh my god mate go on then i mean i know you've when i picked it you went yes because obviously you've watched it a lot more than i have and you know you could remember it you've the last time you watched it was not as long ago it as it was for summer. me yeah so what um, is it that you love about this then mate
1: it's fucking awful it's just like <laughs> michael Caine's just being michael is in it um, what's his face doing with Jamaican accent? Um, what's that actor's name?
0: Oh, the Van Peebles guy. Uh, it's
1: not Mario. Yeah, Mario Van Peebles. Yeah, yeah, like doing like he's just Jamaican. Then cool. Um, it's just like the whole idea that like the shark under, like understand is targeting someone like a shark. And the fact like I don't know if it'd be better or worse if they included the voodoo bit in the film. At least there'd like, be a reason. <laughs> but uh, it's just it's just yeah it's just awful and to be honest like a lot of people are really like snooty about it like and a lot of people who like bad films are just like oh that film's awful it's just like yeah this is just as good bad as anything else that we've to- spoken about you know it's hilariously bad at points and like people don't really seem to put it in that category i don't know why because it's a jaws film
0: no i i totally agree mate i think it is a, one of oh here we go here's the fish and chip now. Uh, it is one of those that's so bad it's amazing it really is and
1: maybe it is like you said because it's a jaws
0: film if it was called something else
1: it's not like we've had we've already had a bad jaws film already jaws 3d wasn't great no but um yeah it's just like i don't know why people are, like don't you know people who like bad films don't really put it not all of them of course but in that category it's awful i love watching it
0: oh yeah it is it's you know i would I'm not going to leave it as long before the next time I watch it again. That's for sure. I was interested a few things that I found online as well. The end of the film, obviously, spoiler alert, the shark dies. Uh, gets <laughs> rammed by the boat. Uh, oh, and again, here we go. Absolutely stupid. So there's there's a few of them on the boat. There's Ellen, there's Michael, there's Mario Van Peebles. And uh, they want to kill a shark. The shark's been attacking the boat. And it's one of those boats with the long... I don't there's got to be a name for it. The long piece of wood that sticks out the front of a boat, whatever. So Mario Van People's wants to use this uh, spear thing to, to put a tracker onto the onto the shark. And, um, well, it's not the tracker. They've already got the tracker. It's, it's some electrical thing to, to fuck up its senses, isn't it? And he goes out and he stands on the end of that. And I'm thinking, that is the most vulnerable place that you can stand on that boat. Surely you could do what you want to do by standing in a bit of a safer place. Than you're standing right now. And please, Tom, answer me this: How the fuck does he survive after what you see? Because it, the shark grabs him and drags him underwater.
1: Yeah, and... he's like literally chomping at his midsection. Like, yeah. there's no way. He's like, it's not his arm; it's his torso. Like, he's half in a shark, and then he's just all right with a bit of blood on him.
0: <laughs> it's like, what? Is he like Superman or something? How did he survive that? But that bit where. Ellen rams the boat into the shark. I watched it on DVD. Um, and it's 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 quite graphic, but it's still yeah. cut. You can look on YouTube and you can see the uncut version of where that uh, wooden bit at the front, I'm sure somebody could tweet us and correct you know what the, what the actual name of it is. You see it go into the shark in slow motion and then come out the other wow. side and all blood spraying everywhere. Yeah, oh that's interesting. Mm, yeah, it's worth looking at that. Another thing that's worth looking at as well is the of course the DVD it's widescreen. Uh, you can see it's on oh I'll have to find the link again. Uh you can see where it's been shown in uh full screen but they've just got rid of the mats so you oh. can see stuff that you weren't supposed to see. Oh <laughs> you can see all the mechanical workings at the bottom of the shock. <laughs> it's hilarious so whenever it's been broadcast anywhere in that version you're just gonna see like all the work into the shark underneath it's it's so funny yeah and that just adds to the hilarity of it all it really does and it is i mean that's why i took away from this i was just like laughing my ass off at it all the way through it was like so ridiculous and funny that it was just Minute after minute, there were things going on that you you just couldn't help but enjoy.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. It is a it is a so bad it's good movie.
0: Yeah, and there's, you know it was the total opposite <laughs> of Dominion, where it was like oh there's nothing going on, it's like so boring. And then this it's like oh yeah, p- pick your moment, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you could you could stop this anywhere and its running time, and you'll find something that's just like so cheesy, entertaining, silly. <laughs> I don't. I don't know why people rag on it. I mean, I do in the respect that, you know, Jaws is an absolute classic film, uh, and so maybe a lot of people are pissed off that it sort of sullies the the name of Jaws a little bit. But oh come on, it's it's a it's a great bad movie in my books. Definitely, mm. absolutely. And it's the, it was the last of the Jaws films because yeah, they've never they've never actually one no, but we've had. You know, you count up how many shark films. Yeah, they, they don't
1: need to make another Jaws one. Just like they do enough shark movies.
0: Yeah, they don't need to be called Jaws. Yeah, I don't think. Do you think? Do you think there'll ever be another Jaws film, or do you think that really is it? Then that's they
1: don't do it. Nah, nah, I don't think they will. They do enough shark, but there's um, uh, Stallone's daughters in one um, It's just come out in America. Oh, the th- cool, yeah, the three. Shark Cage one.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so,
1: forty seven. Yeah, there's films like yeah. that and the one with oh what's her name? I can't remember her name now. Ryan Reynolds Wife. Um Oh yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, but oh, I can I can see her face as well, it's gone. <laughs> um yeah, but you know, that was that was alright. That was pretty good actually, but, yeah. Because it's such a basic concept, you don't you know, it doesn't need to be called Jaws to for it to work. Yeah. No. Any of these films could be called Jaws really. Yeah, they could be no no it's a bit like Back to the Future maybe it's like that Spielberg thing like he's yeah. obviously not he wasn't that protective of it when they churned out Jaws or Revenge but obviously of course it's where the um, tagline this time it's personal comes from so <laughs> and, yeah. and of course it was like when Michael Caine was asked about it it was like there was quite a few films like this wasn't there when it was just like yeah I bought a house for money
0: yeah, that, yeah that's one of his famous quotes isn't it yeah it, it, Bought
1: a house, didn't it? I think that's The Hand it. Oliver Stone's The Hand was one of them, and The Swarm that might be another one. Yeah. Also, films I really enjoyed.
0: <clears throat> me too. <laughs> oh yeah, I loved it. Yeah, and enjoyed it even more. That even though I knew I'd watched it in the past, it was almost like a first time watch because I could remember nothing at all. Oh, that's good. Yeah, so it made it even better for me that I was just like lapping it up. It was so good. Yeah. Excellent. Uh so I think I think we again we've answered the thing, you know was it worth a rewatch absolutely oh, God. absolutely yeah, definitely worth a rewatch, and I will be revisiting it again yeah. same. <laughs> uh, right then let's move on to uh the september picks where ooh, it's me to pick the first time watch uh now, as we said, back in episode one eight nine with our remastered interview with frank stallone
1: well technically dave that this is episode 189 And you're talking about an episode which. I knew rights, would fuck up. You know what? Rights, you know, we, don't we, don't we? Sorry. You, <laughs> I knew you're I would. We're about an episode up. that hasn't been recorded yet, episode 190. So no. I don't know what. I don't know what. <laughs> you know what, mate?
0: It's because, much like Ellen Brodie and the Shark, I suddenly had a psychic connection with episode 190. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> and it told me what was being said. Um, that apparently September's going to be. <laughs> September's going to be, I don't know how I knew this, oh my gosh, so surprised. It's going to be Stallone Month here, the Decade of Decadence. So, yeah. my first time watch, mate, and let's, let's put this into a bit of perspective, I'll be watching this after I have touched the man himself, is going to be Rambo, First Blood. Yes, we're going to the cinema. Not together, unfortunately, how I
1: wish we were. Uh, oh. I, I hate to correct you once again, but oh, last blood! Or, I, could call, I called it, it first blood. You, didn't I? you know yeah. why? And again, I have got a good reason for this. You're you're already in uh, absolute. You're a hot mess already. I at am. That it's
0: because I, it's because I said that I would have touched him, and then my mind just went to mush. I thought, <laughs> I'm going to touch Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> yeah, of course it's going to be Rambo. Last blood. Yeah. Uh, I, uh...
1: Brand new film, so yeah, we'll both be seeing mm. it in cinema, as you say, not together, but uh Yeah. And um yeah, so obviously it's a first watch for both of us. It is,
0: yeah. Go on then. And you, you tell everybody Tom while I just think about Sylvester Stallone for a minute and try and get my mind back um, in
1: gear. Keeping with his the Stallone fame for September, um my rewatch pick will be one that I haven't seen in a while and I don't think you have either, Dave, you think you said? No, I haven't. It's a foray into comedy, or obviously Stallone being the 80s link um, for 1992's "Stop," or my mom <laughs> will shoot. Uh,
0: and of course, the main thing that I can remember about that is uh, Sly naked in the shower. Yeah, yeah, when his mom walks in, you know.
1: Brilliant! That's what we all want to see. Yeah, Sly knows what he wants to see. Yeah, and of course you'll be talking. I am assuming at length about your meeting with the man himself. I will. I'm meeting him on
0: uh, September the seventh in Birmingham. Uh, so these... long, it's so not long. Is that a week Saturday? As we as we record this, it's a week tomorrow, my friend. Well. Yeah. Oh, and I've I've got my tuxedo. Uh yeah. Have a look at our Instagram after the seventh there will be pictures. If you want to see the one and only time, probably I will
1: ever wear a tuxedo. Or probably oh, oh, there's gonna be a picture of you and Sylvester Stallone together. Oh yeah. it's finally gonna happen. Yeah, I can't hold the Expendables 2 premiere over you anymore. You'll have it.
0: <laughs> yeah, it'll be a photo of him stood there and me fainted on the floor at his feet. How good would that be? <laughs> it's about time you met him. It is, yeah, so I'm very excited. It had to happen. It did. I am going to be very cheeky and try to get my Rambo tattoo on my arm signed by him. There is a strict, like, you can't take anything to be autographed and I understand that. It's probably people, you know, Wanting to make a buck on eBay, possibly, but surely, you know, I've I've got him inked onto my arm. It'll take three seconds. I'm going in with a sharpie, mate. Already.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and just, just like, say, he, I am. I don't, saying, he'll mind. No, I don't but, think he, no, It's just, it's just a crew. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good point. I think the event people might be a bit pissed off, but
1: yeah, they, well, they always are about what these yeah. things. Well, it's my one shot, so I'll, I'll probably. Well, you got that. to. Yeah. yeah, he won't care.
0: He'll he'll be well up for it, I think. but yeah. uh so yeah, full it's full on Stallone month, September. Mm. Oof. Yeah. I just hope, please, Last Blood, don't let me down. I've avoided like you did with, you know, all the other sliced stuff, I haven't seen a single frame of the I think has there been two trailers so far?
1: Yes. Yeah. Have you seen them yeah. both of them? I, I'd seen I'd only seen the first one. I was like, that'll do, but then I saw the second one at the cinema the other day. Okay. Um Yeah, and just you know, at one point, I was just like, well, will this even get to cinemas? You know, like, Stallone's not, like, you know, not, you know, like, Esca- Escape Plan and stuff like mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. in cinema. But, like, in my Odeon, like I sent you the video, big uh, unit of Stallone. Um, and then you right opposite is a giant poster for it. It's got a poster down the, where you go into the screens, it's been trailered. I'm like, wow, they're going for it with this. Yeah, yeah. Although I came out and um, went to see um, Terminator and Terminator 2, uh, um, my Odeon last night, and coming out to get some nachos after Terminator. There's these two uh, women, middle-aged women, looking at the big standee of Stallone, and she's like, "Oh, Sylvester, no!" And the other one was like, "Oh, the state of him." <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh,
0: well, we shall see. I welcome all. Uh, yeah, send us some emails if you're going to watch, going to watch that in the cinema. Let us know what you think. Let us know what you think of Stop All My Mom Will Shoot Too. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and you're right, mate. I haven't seen that for quite a quite a long while, too. So it'll be an interesting one to revisit, that's for sure. Right, uh, well, yeah. usual you all shared, 60minuteswith.co.uk website. Uh, there is, as well as a contact us form on there, or emailing us, contact at 60minuteswith.co.uk. Uh, a couple of new things on the website that you, you may or may not be aware of. It. One is a sponsor page. Uh, Two of the shows that we do are now sponsored. The entertainment shows are now sponsored by Below the Belt Grooming. Uh, Hear more about that on the next entertainment show. And I announced today that the ABC of gaming shows are now uh, sponsored by Funstock. Some more news on that on the next ABC of gaming show. Tom, should we get a sponsor for these shows? And
1: if we do, who
0: should we get? Who should we get that's ideally british we like to support british companies
1: oh well, i was just gonna say still
0: well if he wants to well, you know I'll, I'll take the hit on that one um but yeah that's, that's 80s related i said to tina it's a pity you know we can't get like scotch tapes and plug their, <laughs> plug their e-180s <laughs> still could yeah still could never know yeah so yeah or if anybody anybody out there um who, who maybe it's you? Maybe it's your British company that's you know somehow eighties related and wants to sponsor these shows. Let us know. We don't want anything. I'll get the clear. And this will be explained in all the other shows. We 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 don't get money or anything. The only reason we do it is to help promote these companies and yeah. give the listeners to these shows something back too. Um, I'll get I'll, I'll let one little cat out of the bag that uh, for the next six months we're giving away stuff from below the belt. breaming to some of our listeners so listen to the entertainment shows and uh, yes you too can have fresh balls <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah that, that's why we're doing it and again don't think that the shows are going to be like full of adverts we're not going to be doing like adverts or yeah. anything like that because i find them very annoying when i listen to podcasts uh, oh, my God. yeah they'll just work into the show and just us naturally just have a quick chat and help promote them and have a laugh like we always do yeah yeah uh twitter instagram at 60 minutes with there's a reddit community search for 60 minutes with um podcast that is just a post for each episode please that's another way that you can leave comments and corrections and feedback on all of the shows it's always good if you do and yeah i think that's everything that's going oh no i forgot as well the other thing the new thing on the website is the world tour like we oh, did, yes. we had on the Eighties Picture House website, mate, where we sent out postcards. Oh, that went everywhere, didn't it? Oh my God, that did go. That did go worldwide. Uh, this one, with, well, you can actually, you can print out or put on your phone the business card that we've got. I have been sending some business cards out. Go to our website. Go to the world tour page. It Explains everything far easier than I can do here and we just want to see the world filled with pictures of all weird and wonderful places with the card in front of it. And you can be in the picture too if you want to, but you don't have to be. So, yeah, visit the website and have a look. And then I think that
1: is everything. I believe so.
0: It is. Okay. Uh, So, yeah, the next time we talk, mate...
1: um, We'll be be... be after the 19th, because that's when Rambo comes out. So it'll it'll be be sort of late September. Late September three or four weeks away from yeah. the next it? yeah you'll be here and we'll be recording the october show together yeah we'll be breaking down um for the love of horror we'll be talking on about that for yeah so september heavy on the stallone october
0: heavy on the lost boys yes yes come indeed on. if they're not too hugely 80s heavy shows i don't know what are come on excellent yes uh and with that shall we bugger off then for this one i think so i yeah. think so okay well bye you son of a bitch (laughs) (laughs) oh oh you bugger and okay then i'll finish it by saying yes thank you for listening and goodbye tom you twat